0: Well, Chance, I feel like oh. we owe our listeners an apology. Why? And not for the reason you might be thinking, because I will never apologize for the episode we released this week, which was our Xenoblade Chronicles 3 review.
1: Mm, yeah, never
0: no. in a million years. But since we did our tournament episode, we have not done a proper cold open intro music brought to you by Oh, it's know, true. I really feel like we're slipping, you know. It's true. We didn't do it in any of the the last three episodes that we've recorded, and you know, Even just, the tournament and the tournament, we did not. We were uh, not brought to you by anyone. We just jumped right in. So I just want to apologize to all of our listeners because you know, in these these tumultuous times, there's only so mm-hmm. many things you can count on, and I feel like we were one of those things, and we just we really dropped the ball. Yeah, we failed.
2: um just retroactively uh brought to you by the world series unless someone real decides to sponsor us Mm -hmm. this is the boy meets world fever tournament up
0: Mm -hmm. brought to you by monolith soft unless someone real decides to sponsor us makers of xenoblade Mm -hmm. and brought to you by the cw dare to defy if you left out the dare to defy we were gonna scrap (laughs) all of this and start over you have you have to dare to defy yes
2: um, and today will also, of course... Be well, we're not there. By. We
0: don't have to do it today, right oh, now. Okay. We have to do it in a little bit. Or we could do it next episode. No, uh, we really need to do it this episode so we can move on with our lives.
2: So there can be some... Uh, closure. Balance to the world. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of closure. Mm-hmm. Um, our, uh, our household is a little, um, I guess you would say somber at this point. Oh, no. Um, we promised... Uh, our five-year-old, that he could play with glow sticks outside, not really realizing it wasn't going to get dark until nine. Mm-hmm. So we like popped all the glow sticks and it still wasn't dark, and it was already so late, and it was just a big thing of a, a promise
0: gone awry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One pro tip, and it works better at our house than probably some others because the bathroom is completely dark. There's no windows, mm-hmm. but glow baths are Yeah, good. We've, we've done glow baths. Um, so yeah, all of our listeners out there, if you have kids, I, I imagine they're fun as an adult. I've not done one as an adult, but could be fun. We're big guys. I don't know that we fit in baths. Yeah. My legs are kind of long, but I feel like a, a glow bath would be nice and fun.
1: Sit yeah. In your maybe, own
2: if you, maybe if you had one of those jacuzzi baths mm-hmm. with some glow sticks. it would be great. Some jets. It would be wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. Do, you, do do you close sticks float or sink? Um, I can't remember. I think there's a little bit of air in there, so they parts of them float. See, it would be cool to, like, rent out a pool and throw hundreds of them in the pool and just have mm-hmm. like a glow pool. That would be cool. It seemed like a magical portal to another place.
2: Mm-hmm. But if they would sink to the bottom, someone would have to go get them or, like... Yeah, that sounds like a hassle. Yeah. You'd have to put, like, a, a, a grate on your filter. Mm-hmm. So you can get them all. It'd be a lot of things. Maybe don't do that.
0: Yeah, I think we if you do it, we told you not to. Yeah. We are not legally liable.
2: For your filter repair bills. Yeah.
0: So that's not on us.
2: Brought to you by the CW. Dare to defy, um, always daring to defy. Uh, this is Boiling World Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance.
0: And I'm your other host, Cameron. And it really seemed like Chance forgot how our intro went because it's no, been a month since we've done it.
2: <laughs> no, it, I didn't forget. I just thought to myself, man, dare to defy. That's a great. It really is. Can we can we make that our tagline? Yeah, I don't.
0: I think the CW is not a thing anymore, or it's soon to not be a thing anymore, or something these World Fever. Dare to Defy. <laughs> I'm looking up. Is the CW I'm looking them up? There's like a whole lot of stuff with the uh with the
2: Warner Brothers purchase of or the, the, the Discovery. Yeah, the Discovery purchase. Of Warner Brothers.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's all up in the air.
2: I, I think a lot of people like, because they've cancelled like all the shows on the CW like all of them, which is mostly superhero shows, but like a few others as well, and Riverdale. Did they cancel Riverdale? I'm not. Oh, sure. I don't
0: know. I have no idea. I just know it's on there.
2: But yeah, they've canceled like a ton of the shows um, for that network. So
0: maybe they just know. want to
2: become the Who's Line network, which I'm okay with.
0: The Wikipedia doesn't seem to say that it's going away yet, or has gone away. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, I I do not know anything about Discovery. We're going to talk about Discovery real quick because it's very pertinent to today's episode.
0: Okay, yes, it's true. (laughs) Um, Boy Meets the World Season 6 is going to be an unscripted reality show. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but here's the thing. Like,
2: I feel like Discovery is kind of a terrible... Like, I didn't realize it. I didn't know. But just like they they released their big um, statement. And they're like, we're going to keep woke politics out of our superhero movies from here on out. And, like, this comes from the same people who made ancient aliens, which I tweeted about this, but it's still Mm -hmm. true. It's, like, one of the most racist concepts you can consider. It doesn't seem racist on, like, the surface, but then you think, like... We can't possibly
0: acknowledge that we're not the smartest people that ever lived. Yeah,
2: like, white Europeans couldn't have done this, so it must have been aliens.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Which really sucks. Like, just anyone with that thought process, you suck.
0: Yeah, not okay. Um... And like, I don't know. yeah, because I mean that's what that's what I really, you know, watched the suicide squad for was all the the woke politics. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite part of the whole thing was when um, yeah, you know, they all just sit around and say what their pronouns are and uh, the American guy was really the bad guy all along, but that's true. Mm, yeah but... <laughs> that, that was true. But you know, I you know, those are my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah,
2: so I guess we're gonna have to like make a make a sharp right wing bent uh next season to really okay. stay in the game. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm ready for it. Um Corey Corey a Tucker Tucker Carlson-esque new show. <laughs> yeah, he just talks about right. things he has no idea about, but is really angry about.
2: Mm-hmm. It's perfect. I agree. Yeah. Um and uh maybe Sean starts the young Republicans.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's got to, they're just an oppressed people. Yeah.
2: You know? In a, uh, in a uh, Penbrook or what have you.
0: Um, Stuart, the professor is actually a good guy. He mm-hmm. didn't do anything wrong.
2: He didn't do anything. So really because makes the a way-
0: point to say that Topanga was trying to besmirch his character only.
2: Yeah. Topanga was trying to besmirch his character. And even if she wasn't the way she was dressed,
0: um, she was asking for it. Right. Yeah.
2: It wasn't her. It wasn't his fault. Let's just put it that way.
0: Yeah, but that's not this season. No, we'll we'll are we'll still just rolling in that dirty commie leftist money. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We're we're definitely still bought by the deep state at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. Then George uh, Soros money. I'm counting it right now. <laughs> the George One Soros million, Soros. two million, three million, four million. Yeah, but but we're gonna just take
2: that hard right. Um, the dad is going to be recast as Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just—he's such a misunderstood guy. And the mom I mean, is
0: uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh,
2: good one, good one.
0: Yeah, I can't think of anyone better.
2: There, well, I mean, that's because there isn't better.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on.
2: Um, at least not to keep our show on uh, on the CW.
1: Yeah,
0: or whatever it's called at that point.
2: Yeah, whatever.
0: The Freedom Network. Freedom Network. Dare to Redline. dare to red line dare to red wave i like red line better yeah okay i'll do i'll take it you gotta keep you gotta keep those people out
2: Mm. dare to thin blue line
0: (laughs) every episode in the corner it says the sound of children screaming has been removed
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um i was literally um i will not uh give a whole lot of detail on um but i was literally at Uh, my five-year-old's school opening and someone said to me do you know what the security measure is for um for keeping kids safe if there's an active shooter they press a button and they lock all the doors i think they should press a button and open up all the doors so good people with guns can get in
0: somebody said that to you
2: yeah someone said that to my face
0: oh okay and what did you say
2: to them i you know it was I was surrounded by five and six-year-olds, so nothing. I was just like, uh, "Oh," <laughs> but it was one of the most foolish statements I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> we look at it; just flies in the face of all statistics and information that we've ever, uh, you know, had about yeah. these situations. Which we have a lot. Let's yeah. be let's be real. There's a lot of data. It's really just disgusting that we have so much data. At this point, and, for how to handle these situations. And we still can't do anything about it. And and I now we that. have still hours do and
2: hours it. of video footage out of Vivaldi where people are in the school with guns
0: mm-hmm. and riot shields and checking their phone with their picture background.
2: That's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the fact that um, next season, those people will be 100% right. Validated. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, before we get into the episode, I feel like we need to do a mini. No. Sleep. Tell Bobka, no sleep. Tell Bobka, yes. That's right. It's a podcast than a podcast. We are here today to talk about bread, all things bread. We will not stop talking about bread until we have a bobka.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So if you hate the segment, send us a bobka.
0: Either way, we win.
2: Either way, we win. Um. We assume we don't know what bobka is.
0: I mean, it's bread. So,
2: it can't yeah, be bad. it can't be that bad. I want to do um. Uh, a very podcast thing.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I want to create yeah, a offer? top. Oh. Well, no, I want to create a top five. What
0: are the top five free breads at restaurant? Oh,
1: hmm.
0: Okay, let's just throw some out. Mm-hmm. Olive Garden breadsticks, mm-hmm. Texas Roadhouse rolls. rolls and the cinnamon butter. Hmm. Um. That's it. Those are the best. Cheddar Those, Bay biscuits. Yeah,
2: Cheddar Bay biscuits. Um. The the loaf of bread you get with the oil and the garlic mm-hmm. and the pepper yeah, it's
0: just like in, in most italian restaurants just uh
2: johnny carino's is the probably the most famous
0: yeah i feel like it's in. a is a staple of italian restaurants olive garden does it a little different with their breadstick yeah
2: um do we count the toast you get at canes
0: hmm it's not really free well, but none of these breads are free unless you... No, order. but I feel like that's how you prefaced it with sort of like the breads you get. I don't know. Yeah. Something in my mind I took that as like the complimentary bread. But
2: but is it not complimentary? I mean, it comes with your meal. They're probably not upcharging your bread. Maybe they are. No, I guess not. But maybe, maybe we're just talking about the, the like unlimited bread. You
0: but then get. like, where's the line of like mm-hmm. a cheeseburger? You got your bun. My maybe. favorite bread is a cheeseburger bun, you know? It's true.
2: Okay, so only the the free complimentary bread. hmm So right now we've got Johnny Carinos, we got Olive Garden, we've got uh Texas Roadhouse, Red Lobster, Red Lobster, and I don't Wonder. really have a fifth.
0: Wait, we said five though. Uh-huh, we said, I know. We haven't we you said canes and then we no. vetoed that. Because we said the first two you said were Texas Roadhouse and Olive Garden. And then we said Red Lobster. Then we said bread at Italian restaurants, using Johnny Carinos as a stand-in. Is there a fourth? A fifth, rather. A fifth. But they were all of them deceived, for another bread was made. Is it I is thought, I thought, fifth, thought it might come to me? Um, this is what Google is for. a uh, camera Google something. Perfect. Two segments in one. Um an unofficial ranking of free restaurant bread. This is already falling apart. Oh, actually, I saw I found it. I got it. I was just reminded. Cheesecake Factory, have you ever been? Once or twice. They give you a basket. It has a sourdough loaf, which is pretty good. But then it has like this brown bread. I don't know what it is, but it's just this brown bread that is so good. It the has brown. butter. The, the brown bread at Cheesecake Factory.
2: Okay, what are the top five of that list you're looking? They're the white oh, because no, they're white. But...
0: It's a top ten. Uh, top they say the top five... For some reason, Panera Bread is on this. I guess they do. It comes with bread, but that's a side option that you pick. It's not the same. We've already established.
1: That. Mm-hmm.
0: Outback Steakhouse is number seven, which is similar. Red Lobster is number six. Olive Garden, number five. Carrabba's, which is another Italian uh, place, is number four. Number three is Cracker Barrel, um, which I don't bread? think we count because, again, you have to bite it. Okay. Macaroni Grill is number two. And number one is Texas Roadhouse. Okay.
2: So we'll do we'll do Cheesecake Factory as our as our five because I hate all those.
0: Um And so many of them were just the same. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like they really count. Okay. So we'll go with those five, we'll rank them
2: in order. Um I have not had the Cheesecake Factory one in a time that I can remember.
0: So Okay, we'll default that one to five. I Okay. Think I was just very gonna good. ask you where you thought it would go. We can. We can default that one to five just because it clearly doesn't stand out in your mind. It really it's is phenomenal, but all of these are really good, and I don't want to fight for number five.
2: Okay. Okay. So that one will be number five. So now the top four. Um, i I've got the winner in my head. I don't know if you're going to agree, but I got it up here.
0: Okay. I have it in my head too. On the count of three, we'll say it at the same time. Okay. One, two, three. Red Cheddar lobster. biscuits. Yeah, there we go. Okay, that's number okay, one.
2: So we got five and one. Um,
0: <laughs> I think number four should be the like Johnny Carino's standard. You know, you get your nice little Italian loaf. Mm-hmm. But it's, here's I mean, the thing about that. I uh-huh.
2: will for the for the rest of these three. Mm-hmm. I feel like an important question has to. Be. Mm-hmm. Are we counting the things you put on?
0: Uh, yes.
2: Okay, so in that case, for me, Olive Garden falls to four. Yeah,
0: because I guess you don't put anything on it.
2: Yes, I always actually get a ranch cup to dip my
0: breadsticks in. Oh,
2: okay. But that's not like the standard. It's just something I do. Mm -hmm.
0: That's something you do. You know, I think that's fair. So I think I would go, this is me, five, Cheesecake Factory, followed by Olive Garden at number four, Carino's Roadhouse Red Lobster.
2: Do you know why that's what you think it is, Cameron?
0: Um, because, it's because the cinnamon true. butter, the cinnamon butter is like the best thing. And those rolls are like so good.
2: Yeah. Well, no, it's because it's objectively true. You can just say it.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. It's objectively true. And I'm right. And you can fight me. Well, Anyone out there in the world. It's,
2: it's, it's correct. I don't mean um, you.
0: I mean, listener. If I was having
2: them without the oil, garlic, uh, pepper situation, um, give me, give me breadsticks all day. Maybe even... Like breadsticks above the rolls, um, which are very good. But you know the cinnamon butter mm-hmm. is part of it. But if we account those things you put on them, then breadsticks get out of here. I don't need yeah. you. They are
0: so good though. Yeah, they're very good. I'd Just rather have the other two.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. they, I, I like a good dip them. You know. Yeah, or a spread. And
2: I love to just take the, uh, the Italian loaf, rip off a piece, and then just like shove it down to get those garlics on. They kind of crack under the bread and yeah mm-hmm. It's so good
1: yeah
0: and the balsamic that really mm-hmm. acidic Kicks it up fruity almost a little fruity note that's really mm-hmm. good love it all right well there we have it that is the official power ranking of compliment complimentary is the keyword bread of restaurant i I think it's
2: it's so true do you wanna do you want to close out our our situation here mm-hmm
0: So that's all for, what are we called? The Yeasty Boys. That's right. Here we go. No, sleep till Bobka. No, sleep till Bobka. A wonderful Yeasty Boys. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's, I mean, if I was doing a power ranking of Yeasty Boys episodes, that might be number one. It's a great episode of Yeasty Boys.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If we do say so ourselves.
2: I I know. Um, I was just... I was at Johnny Carino's the other day, and I was thinking, like, where does this rank in the echelon of free bread? Well, now we know. Now we know. It's number, it's number, three.
0: number three. All right. Well, in case you were wondering, and you somehow stumbled upon that this episode as your very first episode, this is not a um, right-wing politics, nor is it a bread podcast.
2: No, it's kind of
0: a bread podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't hate it. I mean we don't hate it it is it's what we do it's not something that we aspire to be it's 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 what we do we live our dream the bread life chose us Mm -hmm. it really did i don't remember how but it did um the babka
2: in the episode with
0: oh yeah that was this season yeah that's a great gift that season five of boy meets world gave not just us but the world Mm -hmm. is the yeasty boys um but we're boy meets world podcast. Bread podcast first, Boy Meets World podcast second. Bread Um, bread tangents, Boy Meets World. JRPGs is in there somewhere too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But we are in the middle of quite the undertaking, I think, Mm of um, just kind of pushing our creative abilities to their limits as we are rebooting season five of Boy Meets World into sort of a fantastical... CW season. Mm -hmm. We've had our regular teen drama movie also. We've had some time-traveling shenanigans um, and more of a sci-fi feel in the fourth season, and now we're just going full-on on on to see Mm -hmm. here in uh, season five. Technically, last week. Yeah, I have it right here. So I wanted to just review the things that we'd said um, from last week just for everybody listening for all of us it's been a week since we last either heard this or talked about it unless you came later and you're just binging it all through in which case and hey
2: welcome. what's up
0: what's up Some girl or guy whatever i don't know who you are um non-binary friend hey uh but here we go we are there's a focus this season on the hell dimensions that we have discovered through watching the actual show
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so there's already a supernatural flavor throughout
2: Yeah, or at least the beings in them.
0: Uh Yeah, we we have a list of five supernatural figures that will be taking place in the adventures of the season. We have Lauren, um, the great tester herself, Hasatan, played by Zendaya. Mm -hmm. I never sent you that video of the Zendaya is Michi.
2: No, you didn't.
0: I'm I'm the worst. After this episode, I'm the worst friend. Um, But played by Zendaya, not Zendaya. What? A, who? Who? What? Dummy said that. Um, we also have Millie, mm-hmm. the witch. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Salem Saberhagen, the teenage witch's cat. Warlock actually turned into a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ricky, international art thief. In my mind, played by Tom Holland.
2: Yeah, that works.
0: I think he's just a little bit younger than Zac Efron. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. I-, I will definitely take it.
0: Um, yes, and we have the the comparison that I made last time we were talking about this was thinking of Stranger Things season four and the way it kind of told these four different stories throughout. And then they all kind of met at the end in sort of the climax of the season. Um, So we have a few different stories. We have Corey and Topanga together and Corey and Topanga apart. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We have Topanga, you know, when she's apart from Corey. Um, Then we have Sean, his story, which includes Angela um and some other things and then we also have jack and eric Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh, their story as they become roommates they date two witches um and things get really interesting across the season because of what they're doing um there's going to be a sixth skydiving scene um and it's going to be awesome that part
2: yeah yeah in fact the skydiving scene is just right now
0: yeah i think the start of the episode. Just like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie inexplicably starts with the skydiving scene.
2: Uh, yeah, everyone is on this skydiving trip. Everyone. Um, and are they, they wearing
0: color coordinated outfits? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, yeah, I don't, what are, I don't know what their colors are, but definitely no.
0: That's that's for us to figure out later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, are we just jumping in? Or are we? I guess are we ready? I mean, ready. I, I don't know, I suppose, but basically, last week we sat down and looked at the main plot points from each episode that we wanted to include in the season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not all of them made the cut, so if you really loved when Corey pushes his dad down, I'm sorry, you're probably not gonna yeah. like this season, yeah it there's a few elements that are just a little too um. Yes, but here we are. Do we want to go over what the um, plot points were?
2: I, I don't think so. Um, okay. We can we we will mention them as we kind of cross them off the list. Um, and you you would have heard them in the last. Um, but I do. I'm loving this document.
0: Yeah, it's very nice to have. I'm very happy for us. <laughs> Only oh, took us five seasons, but we finally wrote something down. I mean, we used to take notes every, but not a joint document.
2: Uh, even when we took notes, I still compiled everything at the end of the season by listening to it for some what reason. Idiots. Because, yeah, because I'm an idiot.
0: Okay, so we start
2: off this season. Episode one of eight? Six? Uh, I think we said about eight. Okay. Episode one of eight. Um, it's the end of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a crazy, crazy year last year. Like a time traveling minkus tried to take over the world using Sean. Um, So everyone's just been looking forward. To a skydiving trip, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Eric, Alan, and Corey are arguing, but then they th- realize, "Hey, we get to, to go skydiving. That's really cool." So they stop arguing and they—Yeah,
0: why are we arguing? This is awesome.
2: Then <laughs> they all jump out of a plane, and now we have crossed off episode twelve.
0: <laughs> um, raging Corey,
2: raging <laughs> Corey,
0: get for, it up here. Uh,
2: We've incorporated that plot point, point. and then the uh, the the new title sequence starts.
0: Um, it's a little darker, a little more somber. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember well. Initially, I'd said that I wanted the season to start with a like a like a fantasy knight on a quest, fighting his way to the top of a tower to get a toaster, and then it reveals that it's Chet. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really think we ought to do. Is that that's like maybe a a la heroes maybe a mini comic that comes out you know <laughs> yeah. alongside the show? Yeah, if you buy a Nissan Versa, you get to know uh-huh. that part of the story. Yeah, you get to see just where where did that
2: toaster come from? Um, by the way, digital toasters are crazy. Anyway, that's just what I want to. Ask. I don't know what that is, but I don't really want to. They you haven't seen the digital toasters? They have like a touch screen on the front. You can pick like how brown you want it. Um, oh, that's and, cool. It's it's kind of crazy. Uh, anyway, I think we open the scene with uh, someone, some mysterious figure, watching, watching them jump out of the planes and thinking like they have too much power now. Mm-hmm. Wait,
0: is Feeny jumping out of the plane? Ooh. Um. Let's list who all is jumping. Is it? It's er- it's Eric and Corey and Alan. Amy. Yeah,
2: Amy, Sean, Topanga. Morgan. He, 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 does Morgan exist in our reboot I don't,
0: even know. I don't remember. Maybe like the real real show. We'll bring her in and put her out as needed. I think it's fun if Feeney's there. I wanna see Anderson Cooper skydive. Yeah, I think he's got to. And for some reason he's shirtless. <laughs> it's very cold <laughs> up there. I don't know if you can do that. He can. He, he can, sure. He's Mr. Feeny. He's a Nordic prince. They're like, it's so cold. What are you doing? And he's like, I'm from Boston, man. <laughs> he jumps out of the plane.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. I'm from okay.
0: Boston, you boob. <laughs> yes,
2: write it, print it. And I think I think some mysterious figure is like, these people know too much. We have to test them. And then it like, cuts to blood. Mm-hmm. Um, we just know something's coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can we can now um, I f- feel like we can fit a lot of things into this beginning um, that were separate in the show but don't need to be like so a mysterious boy uh, walks onto the Penbrook campus at the same time as the Matthews do mm-hmm. um, to get uh, Eric registered and we figure out he doesn't have a dorm because um, something went wrong with the paperwork and um, yeah, and I think this
1: is
0: maybe point, more of an actual mix-up, less Eric is dumb. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. didn't do the thing.
2: Yeah, this is just an actual mix-up. And they're, they're like, well, we can get you into such and such, and or you can just live off campus. And Eric decides, like, oh, I'll go live at home. Um, Test number one,
0: living at home.
2: <laughs> um, and at the same time, uh, Corey and Sean and Topanga are, like, I feel like things are still kind of awkward between them because of all the big stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, what am I trying to say? But they're getting ready for senior year, and they're gonna they're gonna make it great.
0: Uh-huh. they have a vision of Sean making out with his history professor or teacher. Hey,
2: we're not going right wing until next season,
0: oh right, 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 right.
2: Never mind. that doesn't happen um, just so it's not a, a little less sitcommy, um, I feel like. I feel like last season kind of revealed how deep Sean can be. Mm-hmm. So maybe Sean, maybe uh, uh, Feeney arranges it. So Sean can audit a um, philosophy class, which he gets credit for it in high school. As long as he turns his papers into Feeny.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Cause I mean, that exists, you know, like concurrent enrollment mm-hmm. kind of stuff.
2: It's not quite concurrent. Cause Sean doesn't have the grades for it, but it's like, Sean will audit this class, but he'll turn his homework into me and not the teacher. So the teacher doesn't have to like deal with it, deal with it. And like, I, he'll get a grade based on that. Oh, I like that. Um, Just because Sean accidentally stumbling into being in philosophy class, a philosophy
0: class to meet chicks.
2: Yeah. And I think he's in that philosophy class this whole, at least the whole first part of the season.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like there's probably a nice scene at some point where they're in philosophy class discussing the nature of good and evil, or one of those things we set up a few different dichotomies that are running throughout the show of like, what is the difference between right and wrong or something like that. And that's as we're seeing like, you know, something with Millie and something with Sabrina, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, something's really being set up there. Yeah. 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 It's a good, it's a, it's good. Okay. People. It's good.
2: Just looking something up real quick. Yeah. No worries. Okay, okay, that's fine. All right, so so Sean's in college. I think we can cross off episode 13, because he's just going to be in college, and like you said, it's going to, like, kind of relate to what's going on.
1: hmm
0: Okay.
2: So, you brought it up, and I'm looking at this list. I am looking at this list, and we have four different stories. Perhaps that means there are four different hell dimensions, and each of them has to, like, kind of conquer one? Maybe. Um here here would be the four hell dimensions. Um I think uh Topanga uh, could be trapped in a hell dimension where it's World War II mm-hmm. and Cory is constantly dying. Um my so like Cory is presumed dead, Topanga goes and finds she finds him, but then immediately she's back to waiting for Cory. he dies, like kind of this loop that she has to um break herself out of um cory well let's not do cory let's do jack and eric uh their partner or their apartment becomes an honesty hell dimension where they can't help but tell the truth maybe with a few other characters and that kind of and that's kind of their big test um well maybe not that. maybe we can use honesty night for cory's hell because i'm looking at this okay so there's the time. There's the World War II hell dimension, the honesty hell dimension, the TV set hell dimension. Um, oh, I just had the other one. There's the TV set hell dimension and the oh, uh, and then there was Sean.
0: Okay, and are these somehow? Well, I like this idea, but how do we how do we make it work?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So you just have those kind of those four kind of crazy ideas. mm Hmm. Um maybe towards the end of the season, they can be like some sort of ultimate test. Um, Topanga trapped in a situation where uh, Corey is always dying to kind of teach her his value. Maybe Mm -hmm. Ricky puts her there. Um, Tommy, how could you? uh, Then Sean being trapped in a dimension, in a hell dimension where he's murdering his friends and can't stop himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe, Maybe Millie, towards the end of the season, to get J- Eric out of the way, puts him in a hell dimension where his whole life is a TV show and it doesn't mean anything. Uh huh. Um, like his whole life is on a TV set and it just doesn't mean anything just to get him out of the way. She will.
0: And Sabrina tries to rescue him.
2: Yeah. And Sabrina and Jack are trying to rescue him. Exactly. Uh, or Sabrina is. Maybe she gets Jack on her side or something. And then, uh, ooh. And then Lauren towards the end of the season to kind of help Corey because Mm -hmm. she realizes it'll make his life better puts Corey in a hell dimension where he has to tell the truth so he can learn some valuable about himself. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Because I feel like throughout season five, Corey was not being very honest with himself or in how he got himself into any of the situations that he did. I'm just like, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. He needs to admit, Oh, I messed up Mm -hmm. at the very least. Absolutely.
2: I I don't know if you like that. I was just kind of looking. It
0: seemed kind of to work. Okay, but we're still on episode one.
2: Mm -hmm. We're just just sprinkling in breadcrumbs. Sprinkling them in.
0: Serious
2: figure. Um, You're even writing down what happens in the episode. Look at you. Excuse me. All right. Okay, so episode one sets up a new status quo for everybody, but it kind of does it through the lens of Sean. Mm -hmm. So Jack goes to college. Eric goes to college. No, it's got to be through the lens of Corey, um, because Corey has the least like change. Everyone You're else's right. life is changing. So here's here's Corey's life. Right, now. his brother is coming home because he didn't get a a, a dorm in college. Sean is um, only going to be at school for part of the day because he's going to go to college for a class. Mm-hmm. Um, Topanga can't hang out after school as much anymore because she just got a job. Um, and even his mom. Uh, is taking a college class in the afternoon and won't be home when he gets
0: home. So like things are changing for everyone but Corey. Things change. Well, that's just a nice little bookend on the season too Mm -hmm. because we wanted that to be the end as well. When it's like all the things have been conquered, everything's been done, time to face the new future together Mm -hmm. um, as as friends and loved
2: ones. And I think dealing with change and how to deal with change is just like Corey's arc. Because uh-huh. heaven knows he doesn't have one in anything else.
0: Or and he certainly isn't good at it. Yeah. So, yeah, I
2: really like that. At the end of the episode, um, at the end of the episode, Sean moves in with um, the boys not knowing that it's his brother. I think he's just moving in because it's Eric. Uh huh. He thinks he's moving in with Eric and a stranger. And, uh, yeah, he gets Eric that apartment towards the end of the episode. And then they... They need one more roommate so they get Sean in so he can be close to the campus since he's gonna be taking classes there anyway. And surprise, it's your brother.
0: Uh-huh. Dun, dun, dun. I think
2: that's episode one.
0: I mean the skydiving scene alone is like 20 minutes, like it's real time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it takes a good long while to fall to the earth from an airplane.
2: <laughs> and maybe the the very last thing is that figure is watching again. And they're like, don't worry, Corey, things will change for you soon. What if
0: this is just a powerful um, image, mm-hmm. if you ask me, with this figure has a chessboard and the pieces they're moving are the oh, characters. The so I we see it. this moment where the chess piece moves and it's Sean, um, or you see all the pieces moving away from Corey. Mm-hmm. And the last piece we see is Topanga's piece moving away from Corey. But then the very last thing we see is this figure from behind, but clearly female that has moved next to Corey.
2: Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, we've been talking a little bit about whether or not we want merch for our podcast. Uh-huh. Um, a- if you want that out there, let us know. Um, we don't think anyone's going to be interested in merch mm-hmm. for us, but if there
0: is, it's like three people.
2: Yeah, but if if enough people say we want merch, um, but I feel like a chessboard. A (laughs) Boris World chessboard would be be perfect.
0: Yes. Feeney is the king. All the pawns are Cory.
2: I almost feel like you could have, like, the white side and the black side be different characters. Maybe.
0: There's not that many characters, though. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to think about this, but not right now. Okay, so not too supernatural yet. No, not
2: too supernatural yet. Just some supernatural being is watching Mm -hmm. Cory and playing chess with his life.
0: Yeah, see, I feel like the first and last episodes feel pretty normal. Mm -hmm. and our middle six, it's going to really be more of those elements.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, so I'm going to throw this out here. If it's so beloved that we can't not do it, um, then so be it. But is there a chance we can just say no thank you to a ski lodge and say, like, it's a school trip to some... To where? Just like instead of a a school ski trip, maybe it's like, oh, we're going to a senior conference where you're gonna get to meet a lot of college recruiters and
0: stuff. Or um I don't know, I just feel like the ski lodge is so iconic mm-hmm. and like central to everything. Okay, we
1: can do it also this episode
0: thing. two, if we're following a school year, it doesn't make sense to go skiing.
2: That's kind of what I was thinking, and I kind of want to get him there now.
0: Yeah, because it has to be... There's a few things that it has to be. It has to be a place where they can spend the night. Yeah. Like, staying staying overnight. Not just a one-chance meeting, but, like, overnight. Um, there has to be something that separates Corey and Topanga.
2: Mm-hmm. I actually... One of the reasons that I kind of wanted to make this change now is I've got that.
0: Thing. Okay. I mean, I kind of like that. Um, we might just, We might just have to do it. So, here's... Here's my thought,
2: so they're all supposed to go to this beginning of the year like event where like all the colleges in Pennsylvania, all the ones that they can get like in state tuition to, are like represented there mm-hmm. um with like a speaker and a new freshman who just was got went through orientation so they can kind of tell you how it is um so it's like a whole thing, and Corey's really excited to go, but Topanga can't go because she's got this new job and can't miss work. Mm -hmm. And Sean is really mad that Corey's going because it's like he's exploring his options of the future without him. He's like, I'm going to this Pembroke class. Like, I need you to go to Pembroke. Why are you like doing all these things? So Corey goes on this trip. Ooh. And maybe he meets a freshman from like, I kind of think it would be a little, um, what's the word? Interesting if he meets a freshman from Yale. Uh-huh. lauren
0: ooh, i like that this is happening so soon but i feel like we got to get it in there like mm-hmm. this is the this is the art this is what happened mm-hmm. yeah because i mean even in the show like boy meets world for some like a plot point to last over several episodes just hasn't really happened mm-hmm. up to this point so it's like it's a major thing of season five is going to panga being broken up
2: yeah, so I feel like with this one we can cross off to episode three because this is going to be the whole like Corey and Sean fighting because
0: Corey's considering his college options. Hmm. Um. I think during this we can have those moments though of like back at home.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where... Yeah. I
0: think
2: we can cut back at home. I think we do. Sean is fighting with his brother. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little about his brother and also a little about Corey being on this trip without him. Yeah. And maybe even
0: Eric and Jack trying to find their place in college. Yeah. Which I think juxtaposes really nicely with like, and here's these students talking about how they have, how great their college experience has been so far. Mm -hmm. And then we see Eric and Jack really struggling.
2: Really struggling. And maybe at the very end of the episode, like we do a pretty like standard meet cute where Jack bumps into a girl and she drops her books and he helps
0: her pick them up. And it's Millie. And she's the queen of hell. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe also during this episode, just to kind of get it out of the way, uh, Eric is also, well, while Jack and Sean struggle with, um, while Jack and Sean struggle with like family stuff, mm-hmm. Eric's struggling with his mom a little bit because he didn't realize how weird it would be to have the same writing, creative writing class as him.
0: Yes. And she just writes the steamiest, like, nastiest stuff yeah yeah like
2: she wants to be a romance novelist Mm -hmm.
0: and she's very talented at it and Mm -hmm. eric absolutely is mortified
2: so yeah i think Corey's away on what if what
0: if this is kind of funny love it what if in the class the professor has them read each other's works but their names aren't on it and so he's reading this and he's just like oh man like this stuff is wild Mm -hmm. and then love it at the end, he maybe he's like taking the class online or something, or his mom's taking it online. And so he has, he's not aware that they're in the same class. And then at the end, he finally, it's revealed <laughs> that it's his mom that wrote all this stuff. And he's just like, oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, he's, he's a, it's an online class. He's a super big fan of this one student's writing. Boom, reveal at the end that it's his mom. Love it. I love also that Lauren Graham is the person we cast as his mom. So it's perfect. <laughs> um, okay, I love that. But they're um, really.
0: I feel like those are the small things happening, but the big yeah. focus is Corey with Lauren. Yeah, and I they think they really like, hit it off.
2: I think all the same stuff is happening. I think like um, Corey like really hits it off with this girl, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing after?" And he's like, "Oh, does she?" And then after, like, she wants to do a puzzle, um, mm-hmm. but the puzzle like isn't completed. Um, so she gives him a piece. Um, and I, man, I want to make that puzzle piece. One of the biggest MacGuffins of this whole, like of this whole season, like Corey's catharsis, the way he like breaks out is finally getting rid of that puzzle. piece.
0: Mm-hmm. He tosses it into the fires <laughs> or something,
2: room. something, um, it gets it
0: a little wet and it just really soggy and gross. He has to throw it away.
2: Um, but she gives him the puzzle piece and, um, then he's like, well, I better go to my room. Like, like, and she's like, or we can go on a walk and like see the stars. And he's like, okay. Like, okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: He's just like, I'm not doing wrong. And then the next morning, maybe he's like texting Sean about it. And Sean's like, what are you, do- what are you talking about? Like, what are you doing?
0: Are we having um, a Richard link? Is it Richard link later until dawn? Is he the, it's like a series of movies, um, with like Ethan Hawk.
1: um,
0: I really, I gotta know. This is important. Yeah, no, before sunrise, not until dawn. That's something different. Before sunrise, you know, before sunset, before midnight. He has these movies that are essentially like, the first one is this, these two people, this man and this woman meet kind of just through happenstance in this foreign country and like have basically this day long romance before their trains or whatever depart and they go their separate ways. And then each movie it's like at a different point in their relationship is they're like falling in love or they kind of rekindling their romance. And so we have this kind of until or before sunrise episode of Corey, of Corey and Lauren.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, we, we, we see like Corey texting Sean and Sean's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like you have a girlfriend and she's the greatest person in the world. Like you need to end this. So Corey goes to end it with Lauren and she's like, I don't think we did anything wrong and she she says I'm like I don't think this is wrong either and she like leans in and kisses him and he just kind of like walks away.
0: <laughs> well that seems wrong. <laughs> um is there a note Does she leave him a note. I think it's got to be a text.
2: It's it's modern day. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they just keep texting. I think that's kind of the problem. Uh-huh. Maybe even Isn't in episode 3. Maybe even in episode 3 like Corey is just constantly like in the background texting and we don't know why maybe it's like very topanga and Corey focused mm-hmm. but cory is always like off typing somewhere love it and jack meets
0: millie at the end
1: mm-hmm.
2: um i think we we introduce topanga's cast for the season two nunzio um maybe she's working there with angela already
1: uh-huh
0: and maybe this is where she's like oh i have a friend you should meet my friend to well, angela that was the next question I was going to ask. Are we going to do the purse? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I feel like it's so good of Sean, self-discovery of Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if we... Because it is just so sitcom But what if it is just like Sean's really understanding a lot of things about himself. Mm-hmm. And he has, throughout history, just like kind of bounced from girl to girl to girl. And he's just like... You know, he's taking these classes. He's just gone through a lot of loss. And he's finally dating someone and that's Angela. And he's like, I need to do something different. And so he tries to take the time to get to know her. And he's just like, huh, this is like pretty great. Yeah. Like very special. And it feels a little bit more grounded and a little more real than, hey, I found this person through going through its contents. I fell in love with the person that the purse belongs to.
2: Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like a more slow burn. Maybe in this episode, he just shows up at the restaurant um to, Say hey to Topanga and be, hoping she'll float him some free guac or something. Uh-huh. And uh, and Angela ends up being his waitress and they just kind of hit it off. And he's like, "Oh, she was cool." Mm-hmm. And then like maybe we like slowly add in like ways that he can like keep ending up with her and like fall in love with her without realizing it because he's never done it.
0: Yes. And then we have you know, we had Jack and Millie meeting at the end.
2: Yeah, and Eric is uh, with his mom.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. All right, I'm sure so people I think in writers' writers' rooms have to think that the stuff they do is hilarious, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, we're, we're doing a gotta nice normal be a, thing. There's got to be at least some arrogance to it, right? Or mm-hmm. just understanding your own genius. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. Okay,
2: <laughs> so I think that's that's this episode is like.
1: Yeah,
0: we that's
2: where we leave it is Corey's on his way home and he like kind of pulls out his phone and he's looking at a text message from Lauren and he decides to respond.
0: What if that's the start of see, episode three? It's Corey's okay. on the bus back or whatever. And then he pulls out his phone and sees he has a text from Lauren and he like mm-hmm. thinks about it and then just like leans his head against the bus window and like texts back with mm-hmm. a smile on his face. Credit opening credits. Yeah. Love it.
2: Love it. Print it. It's perfect. Um, okay, let's see here. Um, yeah, we've got Amy creative writing done. Um I feel like this episode we've already said kind of has to be Cory and Topanga focused. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like Corey and Topanga are gonna be together some, and he's always texting, and then when he wants to do something. Mostly, like when Lauren can't text Topanga's at work, and they just kind of keep missing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, she even like goes out dancing with the people from um, from work, and that kind of irritates him that she didn't like ask him to go or anything. Or like maybe he like uses that as like justification for why he can mm-hmm. like well, she's home dancing with
0: night. That hunky Nuncio, I can text Lauren.
2: Yeah, and he like maybe he like spends all night texting her. Um, while they're dancing, and then they get into a big fight about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I feel like the trajectory of this episode is pointing towards them breaking up at the end.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. This, this, is, this
0: is when that happens, it has to happen here. Mm-hmm. I agree,
2: I agree. And, it, and kind of as we see their relationship be destroyed, we see Jack and Millie's relationship and like beginning and. Sean and Angela's relationship just starting. So I think like this is kind of a, I think, okay. So as we're seeing their relationship fall apart, we're seeing Sean hang out with Angela more. Maybe they're like at a poetry reading together. Like they didn't mean to be there. They Mm -hmm. just saw each other. Like, Hey. Um, And they ended up having like a really great time. Mm -hmm. And, And Millie and Jack are really hitting it off. They're like planning a big Halloween party um but Millie seems to not really care for Eric um kind of setting that up and um I think that should be juxtaposed with like Eric just being lonely
1: mm-hmm.
2: like Eric like so we've got one lonely guy one guy who's in a brand new relationship one guy who is falling for someone and doesn't even realize it and one relationship that's falling apart and that's like mm-hmm. what's going on in this episode
1: yeah
0: everybody has uh, somewhere that they are
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think it ends with Topanga finding the phone, reading the text messages. Um, and one of the last text messages that she reads is about like, is her asking like, how are you feeling about the fact that I kissed you and him not responding? It's been like several hours. And she's like, you got this message several hours. Like, even if you didn't tell me, you could have at least told her like, I don't think you should have
0: done that. Mm-hmm. You said something. Um, and then yeah. chessboard. <laughs> This other figure knocks Topanga's piece over and is mm-hmm. taken from the board and placed over on the sideboard. Agreed. I love it. Turns, I love it. And we see that it's the face of Zendaya, yeah, a.k.a. Warren, Indira. a.k.a. Hasatan. Yes. Has little devil uh, horns.
1: Sure.
2: Yeah. It has to. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So we can cross episode 10
0: off. Okay. Because we did the
2: boom boom room. Mm-hmm um
0: i think so good the, with that. episode 11 where we talked about topanga and cory was something with a tradition i just want to say because we're they're kind of at a point where they're broken up but i feel like at the last episode maybe there's like a tradition that they do every year like the end of the school year and they have to be like what are we going to do like we're we've broken up we're back together better than ever
2: okay how yeah,
0: do we yeah. so how do we the end the how do we re-engage with this idea of something we've always done on this other side of this trouble
2: yeah which is so a an good episode eight thing. Yeah,
0: that's not for now.
2: I love it. That's so fantastic. Um, yeah. I feel like yeah, that's good. That's so good. Um, just for everybody at home, Nunzio's gay. Like, he just is. We're not afraid of it. He's not a joke character. He's a great character who's gonna be a great friend to Topanga this whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, gay man. Uh what is what is the other guy? It's uh, Sergio. He Sergio. and Sergio or an item. Um, and they're just they're just great people
1: yeah
0: we love them.
2: There's great people in a great relationship, and they're gonna be topanga's main confidants through the series just through this season mm mm-hmm. as they should be
0: um okay, I still feel like we haven't gotten to uh supernatural yet <laughs> it's
2: true it's true we gotta start we gotta start introducing those elements so Freaking I think at enough. the end of episode three um not only does the breakup happen, I think Eric needs to meet Sabrina
1: mm-hmm.
2: Like he's kind of been lonely all episode. Uh, maybe he's been trying to play basketball with dad and dad hasn't had time for him. Like ever since I jumped out of that
0: plane, my frail body can't handle it anymore. Which is funny because it's Tom Welling and yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He's ripped. Um come on the show, Tom.
2: Yeah, you've got your own
0: Smallville podcast now, but we did the first. You know Smallville what you podcast. do. You know you know how to do it. You have a microphone. <laughs> Probably a better setup than we have um just for my own just for my own uh
2: what's the word sanity mm-hmm. i guess are we is Corey
0: like really interested in film this season i've always liked that trajectory for him honestly i, do too. I love it i feel like our show we stick with that trajectory
2: mm-hmm.
0: of eric teacher sean not really sure <laughs> what kind of english poetry creative yeah. writing writing something like that and then Corey journalism
2: Mm -hmm. okay so maybe like maybe like every episode ends with Corey talking into a mic about like or talking into a camera about stuff going on maybe he's Mm like like youtube videos like a vlog
0: yeah true we could do that or what if at this point he's like this is something i've always wanted to do my life is in shambles he joins like the school paper or something yeah sure i like that you know like you do
2: my life is in shambles.
0: I'm going to become a, an ace news hound. Mm-hmm. Sniffing out the stories. Um, I
2: think we really start getting into some supernatural elements in this next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Halloween. Um, maybe the focus is Eric and Jack. Um, and I think they they figure out their girlfriends are witches. I'm not sure how. Like, mm-hmm. they individually figure it out. And then they're like, dude, my girlfriend's a witch. Yeah, the guy's like, dude, my girlfriend is too. And they bond over that, not realizing they're very different kinds of witches.
1: Yeah,
0: bond stronger than ever between the two of them.
2: Yeah, which it, and
0: Millie doesn't. No, she doesn't. Um. Okay, all right. Corey joins the paper. I don't know why. Why not? Why not? Um. I don't feel like there's really much more to Sean and Angela. I just think they're doing cute
2: things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They go to an art museum and make out in front of the paintings. Um, but I, I,
2: I feel like they become an item late in the season. Okay, Because like you said, I think it needs to be a slow burn. Like maybe every episode, like Sean and Angela, Angela end up somewhere. And like mm-hmm. Sean kind of texts Corey. I don't think we see Corey and Sean on screen very much together. Because they're both like in their own thing. Mm-hmm. But they can like text back and forth. He's like dude, this Angela chick is so cool. She likes such and such thing that I really like.
0: Yeah, whatever the modern equivalent of a Jean-Claude Van Damme film is.
2: Yeah, they end up at the same movie. They end up mm-hmm. in a poetry reading together. Um, she offers him some of her snow caps.
0: Yeah, it's like, a, oh, you know, I heard in my philosophy class about this philosopher that was really influenced by this type of music, like a, mm-hmm. whatever, so I went to a concert. Like a Vivaldi concert or whatever that the orchestra, the symphony was playing. And Angela was there. And we ended up hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, love it.
2: And I think that's what happens this episode. Sean goes to a concert with Angela. Um, I think Sean's kind of avoiding Corey and avoiding his brother. Mm -hmm. So he keeps going to all this stuff. And Angela just happens. I think we'll have that reconciliation later.
0: Love that. Um, Okay. So it's Halloween. Are we finding out Millie's plot here? Um, so here's, here's what I was just
2: thinking about. because so I was kind of trying to think that too, and I'm a verbal process. So um, what I think is we learn from Sabrina that Millie's a dark wick. Mm-hmm. Um, and Millie's like, yeah, that's true. I am. Um, but she's like, I'm trying to like control the devil and keep the devil away. And we're like, oh, that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Good. Good, good. Get like, out of here, she's like I'm, I'm using dark power for good reason, um, but and I think Sabrina's a little skeptical. The other two guys are like, well, they're both witches. What's the big deal? Yeah, what's the difference? um But I think the the big thing, other than their plot that's happening in this episode, um is that Lauren has come to visit Corey. Mm-hmm. So while that's going on, and maybe Lauren and Corey even like like Corey and Lauren. Corey wants to talk to Lauren about um, everything that's been going on because um, he's confused. He kind of wants Topanga back, but he he's just confused. But he's got to go to this party, so he brings Lauren with and uh, Topanga's there. And this is when she's like, "Oh, you brought her to this this event?" And he's like, "No, like he's like, no, like you don't understand. We're just here to like figure out." Figure some things out. Figure out why all that happened. And she's like, well, I don't think
0: you should need to do that. And she leaves. Figure out why it happened. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. No, I I know what you mean. He's saying that. And she's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I know why it happened. Because you suck. Uh, And then she leaves. Um,
2: Yeah. And then she leaves. Maybe she goes to the restaurant.
0: Mm -hmm. And she's at the restaurant. They ask her if she can do a table. They know she's not working. They'll give her some whatever for it. And she goes, the menu lowers, and it's Ricky.
2: Mm, love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's Ricky. Um, but I think, like, yeah, I just think, like, some supernatural stuff happens. I don't know what it is. That's, mm-hmm. like, the non-overview writer's job to do.
0: Uh-huh. This isn't the uh, Satan's tail laser beam into the death crystal plot. Yeah,
2: I... I think Millie should do like a spell and maybe that spell like goes awry, but it doesn't really go awry. She just kind of claims it does. And it like terrifies some people and really messes them up. Mm-hmm. But what pay, if... or Sabrina and oh, go ahead.
0: Oh no. I like, I like all of that. Um, I was just thinking to further entangle everything. What if Corey after the party still with Lauren is like, I need to talk to Sean. Sean's at the concert, obviously not answering his phone. So he pops by the apartment to try to talk to Sean, Millie sees Lauren and has a moment of understanding of who Lauren is.
2: Yes. No, no one else has. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why is like Hasatan with this nobody? I think it's a great place to end the, end the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we, we do a new, we, we open on episode five. I think it's a great mid season finale um i think at the end of the concert maybe sean asks uh angela to be his girlfriend
0: does that happen at the end of four or does that happen at the start of five
2: well i just feel like it's a good place to like have a mid-season okay but maybe it does happen maybe like that's the whole thing for the start of five is he's nervous about like a girlfriend
0: Uh what if he asks at the end in true end of the boy meets world season five finale we don't get an answer at the end Ooh, then at lovely. the end, we see Sean at the start of episode five. Sean is walking home or whatever on the mm-hmm. train, whatever. And it just cuts back and like plays out the events.
2: Love it. Very cinematic. I am digging it. No way, Jose.
0: Or she said yes.
2: Yeah. Um. And I think at that same time, we cut to it's the morning. Maybe it's some famous like the Rocky Steps or something. Mm hmm and Corey is sitting with lauren and she's like if you don't ever want to see me again you never have to see me again he's like no like like i i love topanga but i feel like i need to explore what this is about you like let's stay in each other's lives kind of a deal mm-hmm. it, it's not over you know mm-hmm. but she has to go back to school so she's not going to be in it as much
0: yeah this was just a, a quick trip mm-hmm. she's at yale she's doing important yale things She's really uh, in Sheol. Mm, Yale. Yeah, Yale. Rhymes with hail. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I thought you said you went to school at Yale. No, I said hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Where did you hear
1: that?
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So
2: she texts him. Uh, uh, they are gonna like stay in contact and like visit each other and stuff um yeah love it okay all right so we've got really we've got five six and seven so we've got to start getting people we've got to kind of start getting people into some play Mm -hmm. um okay so i i think one thing we can do right off the bat right here is uh sean like word kind of gets around that sean has a date coming up like like a big date with a girl he likes not just like some random date Mm -hmm. um and some of sean's old girlfriends come and confront him um about the way he treats women and all of this stuff i don't think it's a plan i don't think they kidnap him but i think they confront him um and it starts to put a lot of doubt in his um that makes sense that makes sense and i think at the same time feeney is hounding him about applying to college Ooh! oh i just had an idea okay So this is the mid-season finale. So or it's kind of mid-season, but we won't hold it to that because it's like November. I think Feeney tells uh, Sean like, hey, your class is about to end. Like your college class. Like Mm -hmm. you need to start making some decisions about college. Well, you know, I've still got another semester. And he's like, no, this was a one semester thing, man. Like you're back in high school next semester. And he's like devastated by that. He starts drinking. Sure. (laughs) He can start drinking. It's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah, I was going to have Corey and Sean do it eventually, but I didn't know when. I think I think I like them doing it together actually. Um, well, I mean, and maybe that is the plot of this episode is like Corey is really unsure about this whole Lauren thing. He feels kind of guilty. Um, Sean is kind of afraid of this new step in his life and uh-huh. um, what it all means. Um, so maybe this is like the first time we see Sean and Corey together in a long time and they just end up getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe Sean goes to uh, goes to Angela and gives that whole like, I'm broken, Angela. Like, even Feeney knows, mm-hmm. and he's like wasted, but he's kind of like, You don't want to be around me. Um, he gives that whole speech to Angela, and she's still, and she's like, I will see you on Friday for our date. Uh-huh. Just don't come like this,
0: yeah, or um, you won't see me.
2: Yeah, she like really stands her ground but if you're drinking. I don't want it. Not because Angela is against just teen drinking. Cause that's a dumb message, but more because of how like it's making.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like, this isn't you.
2: Mm-hmm. And Corey maybe like calls and leaves a, a blubbering voicemail onto Panga's machine, but it just makes it worse because he talks about how like he and Lauren are staying in contact.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, not
2: good. No, not good. Um, which makes her then call Ricky.
0: Yes. Hanga calls Ricky. And they do go to an art museum.
2: Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Maybe like at the beginning of this episode, Corey gets the, uh, the tickets to go to the art museum. He's like, I know this is something you really wanted to do. Like, I won't let the fact that we're broken up stand in the way. So he gives her the ticket. Yeah. Hoping that she'll ask him to go, but she doesn't. She ends up asking Ricky. Exactly.
0: And they go, and they have a wonderful time.
2: Yeah, I I think they do, and he's not pretentious at all.
0: I think it should be, just because I think visually it would be very stunning, but sort of like the Van Gogh exhibit that they have in Oklahoma City right now.
2: Like a walkthrough one?
0: uh Uh-huh, where it's like you're in the paintings and all of those things. Because I think that's where we kind of see maybe some of his reality-bending powers Hmm. as a supernatural figure. is in some of these places, like... Yeah, he's really charming, and he can do these things. And Topanga's like, "Oh, wow, this exhibit's amazing!" But we yeah, know she, it's really like, Ricky making it happen.
2: He like literally makes it come alive. For him. maybe he even says, "The artist put his soul in the painting," and like mm-hmm. he's holding like an actual soul. It's like, "Wow, how did you do that?" There's a part of me. I just I just want to throw this out of there. Um, and I don't think we should do it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that right here, right, a pin in it. I don't think we should do it but there's a part of me that wants Ricky to be a minkus from an alternate timeline that learned the power of the sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> and he's come to a timeline where uh, Topanga and Cory were broken up so he can try to use his new magical powers to woo Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I want to litter time displaced mink guy in our whole series. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, that's for us. We know that that's what's happening. All right. so That's a situation where like, you know, on Reddit or something, as people are talking about the show and they're like, we think this is what's happening. And then one of us just surreptitiously slides in there, and they're like, you're right. That is actually exactly what's happening.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's the secret knowledge of the episode of the se- season that Ricky uh-huh. is Minkus. Mm-hmm.
0: A like, Minkus.
2: A, yeah. A Minkus from a sorcerer that learned how to be a sorcerer. It's perfect.
0: No one else. That's never explicitly stated. I just, I gotta get a time-displaced Minkus in
2: every season. That's my just new goal.
0: Stuart, the professor in season six. Oh, it's
2: also so mincus.
1: I
0: He's mean, so he doesn't even good. change his name. Oh, it's so good. He even
2: maybe like somehow makes himself look a little more like Corey. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Minkus, Minkus. The real hidden gem of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I just I need more Minkuses. Give me more Minkai. Minkai. Okay.
2: What do we have for this episode so far?
0: Um, it is revealed that Angela said yes to Sean. Corey is sitting with Lauren on the rocky steps, and they decide to stay in each other's lives. Sean has a date coming up, and some of his old girlfriends confront him about the way he treats women, and so it's doubt in his mind. Feeny hounds Sean about applying for college. Corey and Sean reunite and catch up. They drink to deal with their emotions. This Angela, the message to Topanga. Topanga calls Ricky and goes on a date with him.
2: Mm-hmm. Which feels um, and like I a think, lot. I, th- I think the last thing is Millie puts her plan into action. Mm-hmm. To take over Lauren and turn her from Hasatan to the devil. Uh-huh. So I think Millie puts that into, um, into action. And one of the things she does is she needs Eric and Sabrina out of it. She can't do anything to Sabrina, but Sabrina won't come around. So at the end of the episode, we see her cast a spell on Eric. We don't know what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. I just feel like visually, there's there's something visually in my mind right now, which is the image from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban of the Time Turner, mm-hmm. where she like just has that device and kind of sets it and then flicks it, and everything kind of happens. Maybe she has some sort of like magical astrolabe, just because mm-hmm. I feel like visually it's very interesting and she like it's like the pieces are in place and she's like sliding it and it's like maybe even like carved images of the different characters like contrasting with the chessboard that we see on the other side and then she like Love flicks it. it and everything starts spinning and then the, Ooh, the yes. magic goes out and that's title sequence or end credit sequence
2: yes magic it, it, it magic goes out and we see like coming for eric i think mm-hmm. Um, and then we open the next episode, we open episode six, with Eric waking up to a screaming director saying, like, whatever your name is, what are you doing?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Eric is in Hollywood. I think Feeney oh, is there Hollywood too. Hell. Hollywood hell. There is no difference.
2: Fair enough. Um, okay, uh, Sean and Angela have their first date, and they decide to be boyfriend-girlfriend. Um, I think needs to happen in this episode. Yeah. Um, I think Eric is on the set of the show Mm -hmm. and, but it's like, he plays out like we we keep cutting to Eric in the show and he's like playing through scenes that have happened, but then he plays through like the, the final episode that just happened. And he Mm -hmm. realizes like, he's like, wait, why is Millie looking at Lauren? And he then sees like the scene you talked about, but like played, on a sound stage and like he comes to the realization in the dimension like frick millie's up to something
0: (laughs) what i think is would be funny and just like you know fan service in a way the show that he is on is literally the classic boy meets world it's the multi-cam sitcom set it the episodes that he's playing out are like literal boy meets world episodes (laughs) Yeah, and
2: it's like the sound stage sets.
0: It looks exactly the same, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's that's like that's all of like what we're writing are mm-hmm. the events. Is that stuff? Um maybe in addition to some of the other things, like maybe some of the earlier scenes are like the like literal things that happen mm-hmm. in regular Boy Meets world. Um just because it's kind of fun. But then he's re- and then maybe he even like towards the end of the episode finds a script for the next episode. And he's like, What is like what's the plan? Like what is happening? I mean, he as he's like trying to get out.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and and I think just because it fits with our lore, I think there needs to be a lord of each hell dimension. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think his lord of the hell dimension is Millie herself, like the character of Millie, Mm -hmm. and like coming to that realization and like trying to stop Millie in the sitcom is what gets him out, like Mm -hmm. or at least the wall enough so that Sabrina can pull him out at the end of the episode. Does that make sense?
0: Mm -hmm. Because on the other side, we see Sabrina realizing Eric is missing, detects the traces of magic that have happened, knows that Millie did something. Mm -hmm. Because earlier in the thing, there's got to be like a throwaway line of like, everybody's magic has a different like signature. Yeah, something about it. And she's just like, this reeks of Millie. Um, Mm -hmm. And they probably also realize like, when Ricky's doing his stuff, that there's somebody else in play. Mm -hmm. Because of the... There's that magic going off in the city. I think, like
2: going along with the the background knowledge that Ricky is Minkus, I think he's really enjoying his time at Topanga, but he realizes that she. Um, I think this has to happen in this episode too. He realizes that she is still thinking about Corey a lot. Like he hasn't got, she hasn't gotten over the loss. So one night while she's sleeping, he takes a black cat familiar into her. Um, room and traps her in an endless dream um, and he puts Salem in there to like watch over that dream where she just constantly loses Corey to get her used to the idea of losing Corey mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what a jerk Some acclimation <laughs> um, and maybe like this. this could be cool just visually maybe it's like wars throughout history like uh-huh. she's a Spartan princess waiting for her Spartan husband to come home um he doesn't but then she goes out to find him and finds him and when they're reunited she jumps forward to like I don't know like uh, a battle where she's a princess and he's a knight mm-hmm. like it just goes through like the history of war and the last one is in World War two
0: yeah and every time we 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 see who the killer is, Mm -hmm. but Topanga doesn't, but the killer is always Minkus Ricky.
2: Yeah. It's always Minkus Ricky. Rinkus. Um,
0: Rinkus. Yeah. And I
2: think, I think maybe we've established Salem a little bit as like Sabrina's buddy. And he's like kind of co-opt the cat into helping him Mm -hmm. do this. Um, But I think at the end of that one where she's like, still is broken up like hundreds of years later, like she's still so broken up over losing Corey that Salem just can't take it anymore. And he breaks the spell and gets her mm-hmm. out of the hell dimension.
0: Yeah. I love it. Love it. And do you think that these two stories are the main two of this episode?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Eric
0: and then in the other, we have Corey and we have Sean.
2: Yeah. I think we cut to Corey and Sean a little bit, but it's just to kind of reaffirm like Corey is still, maybe he's even visiting Lauren. So he's just not there. He's mm-hmm. like visiting Lauren in New Haven. And I think we need to like Sean is still drinking, um, but he's hiding it from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just think Sean is still drinking and like hiding it from everybody is the is the crux of that matter. Who puts Sean in his hell dimension? So I think Sean is the only person who puts himself in. Okay. Um I I think we we kind of established that Sean has some like supernatural
0: powers of his own.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, He's kind of been
1: through
0: a lot.
2: Yeah. And it's
0: like Sean's own demon puts him into his hell dimension. And in the background, Imagine Dragons Demons is playing. Well, just kidding. I would would never do that.
2: If we want everyone to fall asleep. Sure. (laughs) The most pristine. Yeah. The most pristine low key song about demons ever. It's not
0: tortured. It's <laughs> like <laughs> it's really just a vibe. It's a bad one. Um. Okay. So episode six is like, um, Sabrina and Jack trying to save Eric, but I don't think they do it in this episode because I feel like at the end of the episode, maybe they're about to pull Eric out, and that's Millie like catches them, and then like the plan is revealed of needing to sacrifice Jack or something. And then in the next episode, Eric is able to pull himself out. And that's what disrupts the spell that would end up sacrificing Jack and oh, thwarts yeah. Millie from her scheme. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, so yeah, in episode
2: seven, we have quite a few things that we're going to wrap up. Um, we have what you're talking about, the Millie trying to complete her spell. Um I think Lauren comes back with Corey, mm-hmm. um, in this one, and um, he realizes like she realizes like Corey is not being honest. So she gets Corey to like kind of throw a party with with everybody and starts setting up the honesty night spell. Mm-hmm. But then it goes wrong because Millie's power starts affecting her. Um, and I think at the same time, like Sean, every time he is with his friends. Um, Like I think every time Sean is with his friends, he ends up murdering them. Mm -hmm. Like he ends up murdering them. And like to him, it's very real and very brutal. Um, But then like he kind of shakes it off and realizes it's not. Um, And I think like throughout the episode, like he kills Jack and then he like runs away and he kills um, maybe even his dad. He goes and visits and he kills his dad and runs away kills mm-hmm. Angela and runs away. Um, he kills Topanga and runs away. And then like the final one is he's with Corey. Um, and he just can't bring himself to do it. So he kills himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that breaks him out of it. And he like has, has a revelation about who he is and what all these people mean to him and mm-hmm. all of that. Oh, it's like, I don't just wreck everything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he gets into the honesty night. And, like, because of the magic of the honesty night, he can be obvious. He can be truthful and real. And the truth Mm -hmm. of the matter is, he'd rather kill himself than kill Corey. That's like the truth. Yeah, or just hurt himself
0: than hurt anyone. He kind of realizes it. Like, it's not just Corey, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm self destructive so that I don't hurt other people.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he he comes to that realization. And um, at the same time, Corey can't stop telling the truth he was only supposed to do it for a little while until he had a self revelation but now like he can't stop telling the truth so he keeps hurting people's feelings and like just being way too honest um and lauren can't do anything about it because millie's spell is affecting him Mm -hmm. i feel
0: like visually like i know they're all here for a party Mm -hmm. i think visually for this both the murder and the honesty hell dimensions Gonna take place in the same space, but when the spell backfires, it's supposed to be a party, uh Lauren's is. Um, but I really think visually it's very interesting if it's like a carnival.
1: Oh, love um,
0: you know, just because there's like I just feel like visually a lot of like horror things going on as there's like this killer, mm-hmm. which is Sean. Um, but and also I I don't know, just like as Corey's going around with people and being honest there can be some funny situations but also just feel like visually it's like very interesting yeah this it's hell dimension it, is a carnival
2: yeah and you've got a you've got Millie the witch in the carnival hidden away
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and then I, I feel like the dominoes need to fall like um like they do in um Stranger Things a little bit where like um something needs to trigger Eric to wake up Eric waking mm-hmm. up breaks Millie's spell. Jack realizes that Millie's evil and helps Sabrina take her down. Um, that frees up Lauren, um, and Lauren helps Sean defeat himself mm-hmm. by casting the honesty spell on him.
0: And then Corey's like, "What do I need to do to get out?" And She's like, "You need to be honest with yourself."
2: Yeah, it's like your way out was always the same.
0: Yeah, and and he's and she's he tells her like. I'm in love
2: with Topanga. Like, I'm glad I explored my feelings for you, but you're just not the one for me. Um, Yeah. And like all the, all the things fall into place.
0: Mm -hmm. I think probably the thing that gets Eric out is he realizes where he is. Um, He, so he's making those efforts to break out of the hell dimension and Millie is doing it. But then at a certain point, Millie just is like, has too many plates in the air, too Mm -hmm. many balls in the air, plate spinning. Sorry. I'm mixing up my metaphors. Um, where it's just like, she slipped just right. Mm-hmm. And he's able well, to, well, maybe
2: just to add to that, maybe Millie is totally in control. She's good. She's got everything going. But when Minkus and Topanga get to the carnival, mm-hmm. Ricky Minkus, he, his power is an unforeseen, uncalculated, um, part of the whole thing. And like, she just can't manage his power and keep Eric under. Mm-hmm. um, So Ricky, like, kind of, he breaks out because Ricky is there. Topanga tells Ricky, like, or Ricky realizes that Topanga still loves Corey and goes away. After Mm -hmm. Eric breaks out, um, Topanga goes to help Corey be honest. Lauren casts the honesty spell on Sean to break him out. Yeah. Like, it's a whole, like... Domino effect of everyone being in the same place.
0: Yes, it's just everything's been set up and now it's like boom, 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 boom. Everyone's been apart this whole time and now they're together. Mm-hmm. And then the football player Jock gets ripped in half as the portal to hell opens up underneath him and nobody is sad about it.
2: <laughs> yes. Or Millie.
0: And then they Millie hit gets Millie gets in the with face with a roller skate. Yep,
2: yeah, they, they do that. I was going to say Millie gets trapped in her own hell dimension.
0: Mm-hmm. That also works. Mm hmm. She gets trapped in one, but Lauren is in charge. Yeah. She's just like, You thought, you thought that you could control me. Well, jokes on. Maybe
2: maybe she says something like, you know, I'm not the the horned ruler of hell that modern people have made me out to be and that you may want me to be. And she says something like, and this is just my own like old testament nerd coming out, and she's like, I'm also a member of the divine council and I can make quite a hell for you if I want to,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but I'm willing to give it a a shot.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Something like she's like, yeah,
0: I'm willing to play against type just, um, yeah. And then that cuts away. And, um, back at the party and everyone's like, well, that was weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Back Back at the party. Everyone's like, well, that was senior year. Um wonder what <laughs> college will be like. <laughs> junior and senior year. Huh. But sophomore junior and senior year, because we had the two years time collapse. Oh right. <laughs> However many years it's been, I don't know. This is strange though. He's like, you think we'll have a normal first year of college?
0: Doubtful. Not if we're in charge, because it's gonna be Fox News, baby. <laughs>
2: um, okay, so Um, episode eight. Okay, so we have witches done. We have time travel done. We have the whole breakup done. um, We've done. And then there was
0: Sean. Eric went to Hollywood. There was something called Honesty Night. Mm -hmm. So I think, like... We basically have real world changes coming. And um, depending on Corey, tradition. Tradition.
2: And Sean, I, I think, like... So this one is, like reconciliation Sean has to reconcile with Corey and his brother um I think in this one Sean has to reconcile with those um Corey and Topanga figure out like what things look like now that they've been apart and back together um they all get their college acceptances um Topanga is torn between colleges um because she got into Yale um which is messing with Corey's mind a little bit um they're getting ready for graduation. Sean's waiting to see if he got into college. Um, yeah. Then they have their graduation.
0: Mhm. Um Minkus is there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our Minkus comes and he's like and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I want to prepare my graduation."
0: like, "Oh, okay." Um Minkus is there. He's like, "There's someone else that wanted to see you and it's the Mr. Turner. From the alternate timeline, has pulled himself back together for just a moment to witness this triumphant moment.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's beautiful. maybe we just maybe we just see him in the
0: audience, kind of glowing, mm-hmm. sort of like at the end of uh, Star Wars,
1: yeah, episode yeah, okay. six.
0: <laughs> we see a, um, a force, a force ghost of Lauren and Turner and Minkus Prime <laughs> watching <laughs> everyone graduate. I love it, and I think like.
2: Corey and Topanga discuss throughout the entirety of graduation, like getting married and Mm -hmm. they're trying to figure it out. But then at the end, um, at the end Topanga's parents show up and they're like, you need to get out of Philadelphia. (laughs) Huh?
0: We're wanted for murder.
2: Yeah. Like we need you out of Philadelphia, go to Yale. Um, It's a matter of life and death. We'll explain it all later. Topanga goes to Yale, breaking Corey's heart again not that she broke his heart. Like, Corey's heart is just broken. And it goes
0: to Yale. Um, <laughs> Go to Yale if you want to live.
2: And I think, like, we're at a place where it's very settled. Like, they've kind of worked throughout the whole episode to figure out, like, what they're going to be to each other. And they're talking about, like, they just want to be with each other. And mm-hmm. if their love has survived this test, it can survive anyone. Um, they like,
0: should we get married? And they're like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe, they, maybe they're just talking about it. Like, like should
0: we get married? Them. Maybe someday.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then boom, go to Yale. Like we're wanted for murder. <laughs> we didn't commit it. We need you out of
0: our enemies are coming. <laughs> we need
2: you out of uh, Philadelphia. Close season. Wow. I think we we close season on Topanga. Like hurriedly telling Corey she's going to Yale and she can't. He can't ask too many questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and he. We, we just end with him just broken hearted, like collapsing. Uh-huh.
1: Sean
0: is next to him. He says, you know, normally I would say you don't deserve this kind of pain. But after all the revelations we have, maybe I think you do.
2: Yeah. Or, or like we, maybe no one does. Like, maybe I don't
0: either. Uh-huh. Maybe no one deserves that kind of pain. But maybe you do. <laughs> Our Corey is better than show Corey. Stop. That's true. Confusing, Confusing We can conflate the, the two because they are very different individuals. Wow. Yeah. I just want to say. I am so glad we broke this into two parts Mm -hmm. because the first episode is a little bit under an hour, but I feel like we did a lot of the upfront work that let us really just sit here and talk for two hours about this Mm -hmm. and also some bread, Um, bread. but a lot about this.
2: Uh, I always enjoy this. It's a, it's an exercise in creativity for us. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Yeah. No one ever mentions these episodes when they talk about the show though. I think
0: these are just for us. Uh huh. You know, we do we do 25, 26 episodes for them a <laughs> yeah, season, this one, and this one's for us.
2: Yeah, we definitely did the Xenoblade Chronicles episode for you guys.
0: Yeah, we definitely went and ate way too many shrimp for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, let us have this one, just this one. Jesus um,
0: died for your sins. Chance and Cameron ate shrimp for your entertainment. Um,
2: I wanted you to help me decipher justin silva's message to us is it Um, on um i think it's a wrestling message is why we're not so sorry justin um he said and this is um in reference to the xenoblade episode i believe at the end of today's bg world fever did they just cut a mini promo and then in quotes if you don't like it tough you better learn to love it (laughs) end quote i half expected the next line to be because diamonds are forever and so am
1: i (laughs)
2: i don't know um I, I read this several times i'm like what does that mean so justin tell us what it means
0: it yeah, has right oh dear yeah i don't know but i mean it must be in, in reference to that episode right because mm-hmm. he likes yeah. to he likes to keep up with it um
2: yeah i think at the end of that episode we may say like if you don't like this episode tough you better learn to love it or something uh-huh. like
0: that. <laughs> this is who we are and if you didn't know that by this point what are you doing your listening comprehension skills are
2: We are crazy people
0: mm-hmm. But thank you Justin
2: Yeah always We are so grateful for the uh, mail and the listens Diamonds um,
0: are forever And so are diamond, we don't,
2: Diamonds are forever and so am I There <laughs> um, di- uh, Now like you better wait, wait I gotta read it again one more time sorry You don't like it? Tough You better learn to
0: love it dare to defy <laughs> boy meets world fever dare to defy you should just tweet that out just tweet out dare to defy right now
2: dare to defy okay we will do i'm doing it you gotta Good. cut this out i'm gonna do boy meets world fever colon dare to defy no no context just that um but yeah that was we did it we did and i'm so glad we did yeah, it was a great one. Um quick chain attack. Just a just a quick chain attack putting in here. Uh Cameron, uh Xenoblade Chronicles 3, what'd you think? One week later.
0: Um, I am much further in the game than I was. I think I was at the very, very beginning of chapter three, which you would think. Oh, he must be in like chapter like six or seven by now. No, I'm in the beginning of chapter four. <laughs> but chapter three was really long, and I did a lot okay. of things.
2: I am supposed to say, it was only really long for you. but
0: I mean, it was long because I did more than I was supposed to. Because mm-hmm. um, there's like a few areas you were supposed to go to, um, or you could go to rather. And I did all those. And then I was like, I'm not supposed to go over there, but I'm going to try anyway. And I somehow made it work. And so I'm like way over leveled, but I'm having a good time. Good. And the story um, is amazing just the revelations at the end of chapter three. I'm very confused. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what any of it means, but I, it, the melodrama and just the revelations, I'm just here for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I am at the end uh, or I mean, at the beginning of chapter six, um, I won't give any spoilers. Um, however, I do want to just quickly talk about my experience. Um, in the At like 11 at night um, and i'm sorry if this is a little graphic for everybody i had to go to the bathroom um i was in bed with my wife and i was like "I gotta go to the bath." um so I, I jumped up and i'm like might as well do a little bit in xenoblade while i'm while i'm doing that so i took my switch into the restroom with me um played it for like 20 minutes and realized i was at a very exciting part like it was very exciting and i was like okay i'll stay up so i finished my business i went out to the living room uh, was out there until 1.30, um, because the end of Chapter 5 is very, very long. But it is also so riveting that I could not tear myself away from it. Um, the only thing that tore me away from it was my Switch literally dying. And I was like, that's a sign I need to go to bed. Um, and it was it died like right in the middle of a boss fight, so I picked it up the next morning in the middle of that boss fight <laughs> with a fully charged Switch. Um, beat that boss still had quite a bit of the end of, uh, chapter five to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was so riveting and so beautiful. I could not, um, I could not stop. I had to see it through to the end. Um, it was fantastic. There was a moment where I yelled a cuss word at my, at my switch. Um, there was a moment, um, and I, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Good. Don't. But right after you save the game, so like it tells you like in between chapters to save the game, something happened like the immediate moment after I hit save that I was in such an emotional state and I was tired and what had happened was affecting me so much that in that in that split second, and it is immediately after you save the game, and I, I'm hoping Cameron can tell me when he gets there... I just yelled "F you" to my <laughs> switch.
0: <laughs> well, we'll
2: see. Um, I was, I was, I was just in a very emotional state. Um, the end of chapter five is very intense and long, and very long. Yeah, it's probably
0: I don't know three hours of mostly boss fights and cutscenes. I'm so excited. Boss room. Um, yeah, it's. What is your favorite class right now? Um, probably one you don't have called the Signify. Okay. My current favorite is the Yum Smith.
2: It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I, I was hoping it would have a pistol instead of a sword. I'm not sure why it has a
0: sword. Yeah, I don't know either. Pistol would be cool because oh. that would make more sense for Riku, who is one half of the Yumsmith.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, it, the, the clothes are ridiculous. Um, the skills are good. Um, it gives you another good
0: side break. Yeah, good side break. The damage field is really nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that blaze field is nice. Um, I haven't used Youngsmith very much. I'm, I maxed it out on the first couple of people who got it, but I haven't used it a whole lot.
0: I also realized that you can only have 99 Nopon coins, mm-hmm. so I started using them to beef up some classes.
2: Well, you can have 99 silver Nop-con- Nopon coins, but then they start becoming gold
0: Nopon coins. No, they started getting sold automatically. Are you sure you don't mean your gems? No, my gyms did too, but I hit ninety nine napon on coins and then they started getting sold.
2: Oh weird. I've never I'm at like sixty napon coins.
0: Yeah. Like gold ones. Yes.
2: The the Nopon store has some good
0: stuff in it.
2: Have you you've, you've done you've unlocked the coin exchange? Uh huh.
0: Like the store? Oh, I,
2: haven't, I haven't unlocked the Napon on coin exchange.
0: Oh yeah, it's really early. Oh, I guess I missed it. It's in it's in the Dan desert. Okay. You heard it here yep. first, everyone.
2: I missed the the coin coin. I know that it's out there somewhere. Even a few people have mentioned it in the story. Mm-hmm. But
0: Yeah, there's like a cave you go through and you do a couple of simple puzzles and fight some low-level enemies to you now.
2: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm almost level 60.
0: Well, I'm at so. like level 48, so I'm not too far behind you in that regard. Yeah. No, you are not. Because I'm ridiculous. Yeah,
2: um, that's, that is ridiculous because I am ridiculously overleveled
0: for the stuff yeah. I was doing. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm too strong. I'm too strong. Um, But, yeah, so you should check that game out, as we've said multiple times. It's so good. Um, Yeah, it's really good. I'm probably going to go play a little before bed. I, I
2: definitely am. I'm going to hopefully not hit the end of a chapter. I just started this chapter, so I'm definitely not.
0: That'd be really weird if you did. <laughs> um, But I think uh, we do want to say thank you to all of you for listening and putting up with our nonsense. We also want to say you can tweet at us or – Find us on Instagram at bgworldfever. You can also send any comments you might have to our email, which is bgworldfever at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love any feedback. If you've listened for any amount of time, you know we just basically read all of those. So if you have any, send them in and we'll read them.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless they're um, mean,
0: and we won't. If we ever do merch,
2: one of the things that I want as a piece of merch is a babka dressed as a Beastie Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that says Yeasty Boys. Um, if you are an artist and you have talent at that and you want to make that, um, we will give you like money from the shirt sales. Mm-hmm.
0: So make us, a, make us a Yeasty Boy shirt. Merchandising is big. Um, How do you think Disney yeah, made their billions?
2: Yeah, exactly. If we ever do merch, we still are kind of on the fence about it.
0: We really are. <laughs> don't uh, Don't take this as a yes, this is definitely happening
2: yeah definitely not i mean if it's something you want we can look into it but we just don't know Mm -hmm. we don't um
0: but that's all i've got that's all i've got
2: so from all of us
0: here at boy meets world fever hold on stop you froze oh i froze okay yeah you went (laughs) okay i'll say it you say so long world first then i'll say so okay so from all of us here at boy meets world fever so long world so long world